problem with Percy is that we have unwittingly trained her to only do a number two when we're like home. So basically, like she can't bear the idea of like doing a number two and then it like sitting there right. in her little tray for That's so the day. Funny. Like she has to have it scooped immediately. <laughs> and so if we've been out and we get in, she'll immediately do a number number two as soon as we go in, come in. And then if we try to leave it, she just meows at us <laughs> until we scoop, which is what, and I was like, she's just not going to stop until I do it. So that's, that's what I did because she's just particular. Like that's we've so accidentally funny. made her <laughs> very so particular. Like I hit, like I had a friend over who has cats and she was like, do you scoop immediately? And I was like, because if I don't, I, she, I have to, she doesn't allow me yeah. to not. She, she meows at the litter tray being like, I did it. I did it. Come on. And then she comes up to you and meows. And then if I ignore her and Michael's in like our office room, she'll go and start like smacking the door handle. Like she just won't let us rest until her poop has been scooped. So she's bougie, you know, she's, she wants an automated toilet cleaning system. Do your cats, are they, are they litter, litter box? Yes, they are. Um, They're not as particular. Uh, They'll just, Go whenever. Yeah. 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 But uh, the problem, I I need to scoop more often because otherwise Cricket uh, tries to eat the poop, which is a fun, (gasps) is a fun part of my, my house. (laughs) Uh, It literally happened. Cricket? I don't know. It happened this morning. I was, which was now, like it was like an hour ago and I was trying to have a very cute morning. I was like, because I had to get up a little bit early, and I was like, "Oh, I'll make my little coffee." Um, and I had like biscotti right now, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, so right." It was very cute. Yeah. Except then everything was going wrong with the pets. Like so everyone kept yeah. having a problem, and I was like, "I'm I'm trying to have my cute morning. Why are you doing this?" Yeah. Today? And they then, do. They do. They know when you're trying know. to have like a particular, like when I'm trying to strike a particular work atmosphere. Percy will like knock all the stuff over. You know, yes. they do it on purpose. Yes. Yeah. I was like, this is this is great. Like, you, you know, trying to like wake up in a nice way. And so first, Cricket was eating crumbs food, and I was like, no, hey, you can't do that. And then the cats were having a different. Oh, the I have like an old like vintage like record player radio console thing. Um, and cool. Millie has been scratching the speakers and I was like, you can't, you can't do that. You're ruining yeah, it. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, cricket walks out with a cat poop in his mouth and I was like, Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> That's so gross. Do you think it's because like when he was like, it like had to be on the mean streets of LA, he was like nutrients anywhere I can get them nutrients. <laughs> And like, you know, yeah, there definitely are animals that eat that get like we had rabbits mm-hmm. and they eat their poop. Yeah. They eat their own poop. Yeah. So like it, it's a thing. It's a thing. I it's uh, I hate it, uh, but it's definitely he's not the only dog that's done it. Um, yeah. And what's funny is Crumb has no interest in that. But he when the cat litter box is clean, he likes to like kind of eat the litter like he doesn't fully he'll just like kind of get it and like chew sniff at it just chew it chew at it a little bit yeah Yeah. because it's like the kind we get i think is clay based 
Yeah. And so I think it's just like dirt, basically. It's not yeah, that big yeah. of a deal. But I'm always sure. like, what? Why? Both of you, can you just leave this box alone? Like, either way, <laughs> I'm not, I don't have an interest in this. Do Do Millie and Maud share a litter box? Like, mm-hmm. are they bothered by that? That's pretty good. Yeah. Because Percy has two. Yeah. As an individual, because obviously <laughs> yeah. she she has one for her poops. Like, she has a separate. Really? Pooping. Yeah. Like, she'll, it, it will sometimes switch around, but. Like she has a pooping box specifically. Wow. And then like I don't and she just she'll go in that box just to do her poops and then like basically for the rest of the day she'll use the other one to pee in. And right. that's it. Wow. So honestly, yeah, that sounds great. Really <laughs> it is, but it's also just like you're so extra. Yeah. Like you're just you're a cat. Do you know you're a cat? <laughs> no. Do you know that you're a cat? No she way. doesn't. She no. doesn't know that she's a cat. Um so yeah, I've just somehow, I don't know what she thinks she is. Yeah. That is the frequent question. Like, I don't think she thinks she's a person, but then I don't also think that she thinks that we're different creatures. So, yeah. I don't know what we are in her head. Yeah. She's just bigger cats, I guess. Yeah, some kind of hybrid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we have, I have, Maud won't use a like covered litter box, like with a any sort of lid. She just freaks out in them. So yeah. I have to have an open one. And then we have another one upstairs that Millie sometimes uses. And I don't know, which is kind of a in case. Yeah. But yeah, that's our only. I want to get the kind. Like, I like some of the lid ones because they're like more discreet and you can hide them. Or like the ones that like yeah. look like furniture are cool. But yeah, that's a no go for me. They're mod. so expensive though. Yeah. Because we were thinking about that. We were like, yeah, we really. It's, but it's it's just been relegated to the realm of like things we'll do when we're grown up. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, I we're not grown ups yet. And therefore that's that's a grown-up pet owner mm-hmm. thing um because yeah they're really cool but they are like yeah they're expensive they're really pricey yeah. we yeah. did look um i'd also love like because you see like the self cleaning mm-hmm. ones and i'm like yeah. is that legit do they work is it a scam i don't there's a few different kinds that like i i've seen people use actually and i'm like does that how do you I, it seems like a whole yeah. other system that i don't understand like yeah because then where does like where does the poop go i don't know exactly alternatively and this is this is the thing that would be amazing but i just don't think i'd ever get her to do it is like training her to use the loo like yeah and meet the fuckers yeah Yeah. that would be great yeah that would be really great um (laughs) i just don't i just don't think it's gonna happen unfortunately yeah no i mean i've i did my older cat clem um who i miss very much uh, I try. Mm. I was gonna try and do that with him, and the more I was reading about it, the more it kind of seemed like people were like, "Cats don't really like it. Like, you can do oh, it, okay. but it's like against their natural instinct, kind of thing." And they'll like, yeah, because they do like they like to, you know, cover the yes. poop and stuff. Yeah, like, that's the, the vibe for them. Yeah, okay. and so I was like, well, that eh, makes sense. That's fine. I don't. It's yeah. Like, and also, I was just thinking, then if he does go to the bathroom and I'm not home, then there's just like cat pee and poop sitting in the toilet in, all day and toilet. i don't know if that's, yeah, that's better true. you know <laughs> i don't know if that's better either yeah it's true i guess it just mitigates having to like clean the litter boxes yeah but like at the same time at the same time um i you know i'd be worried about her falling in mm-hmm. you know stuff like that like that would concern me also um, reminder to everyone to not clean your litter box with bleach yeah uh because Cat's pee has ammonia in it, and if you mix bleach and ammonia, that's how you make mustard gas, and <laughs> you could die. <laughs> so, 
just a fun. Sorry, my I that. <laughs> I don't think I like. I never have, but now I'm thinking like, is there like in the in what is there any like? Is there a bit of bleach in stuff that I have used? But in general, strong smells put her off going in yeah. there anyway. Yeah. Like I tend to try and use one of the like, um, like gentle, pet safe, gentle ones. Yeah, because she's really sensitive to. I mean everything, but <laughs> yeah. but but scents in particular. Like sometimes she's like, Mm-mm, yeah. I, don't know I think that. in I don't general, like you've done him, mum. Yeah, they're not going to like bleach smell anyway, so it's probably yeah. not a good idea. I tend idea. to just use dish like dish, yeah, wash, like washing up liquid. Yeah, it's you know? perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this is comfort creature. <laughs> this is comfort creatures. <laughs> We've been talking about pee and poo. <laughs> <laughs> it happened really organically too, which is very funny. Um, yeah, this is Comfort Creatures. Today, we are also, I want to talk about Puss in Boots, because mm-hmm. the movie is really good, and we'll talk about it more when we get in there, but I watched it and I was like, man, the new one is so good, I can't believe we haven't mentioned it at all on the show, so we're going to do that. We also have a really great Ready, Pet, Go, um, and it's going to be a good time. It's just Ella and I, obviously. Yeah. Uh, just, just us just the two of us just the two of us that's about it yeah so Puss in Boots 2 the movie Ella has not seen it yet so I can't I won't I won't spoil anything uh, but I will say I have seen it twice uh, and it is it has no business being as good as it is is what I keep telling people <laughs> because it's a a move it's a sequel to a movie that it's already a spin-off from a different movie sequel. Like Yeah, and like I I've not seen Puss in Boots 1 either, yeah. I confess. No. Um I will say that I lost interest after Shrek 2. Yeah. Um I kind of which is the one that one second, yeah. Percy's about to climb things. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are a pet podcast. <laughs> She was doing so well. Like I basically trained her out of climbing the shelves in the kitchen. Yeah. Like we 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 did everything. We put the foil down, we put the sticky paper down. She was like proper deterred. Mm-hmm. But now it's just found like another route up there, which involves climbing on top of my air fryer, which is yes, yeah, super sanitary. Yeah, love it. So can't Ooh. wait to have to go disinfect that again. Um but yeah, so yes. Puss in Boots 2. Yeah. I got up to Shrek. I think it was Shrek the Third, yeah, which is with Justin good. Timberlake, and didn't thought it was bad. Yes, um, so I, I have no idea why they felt the need to do a third one <laughs> after the sequel was so excellent. I know, with, with I, and like, there's a John bunch Cleese now too. The I King. think there's like five, which is yeah, I know, but I don't know why they kept going because no. like the sequel, you had John Cleese as the dad, yeah. who was also the the, the frog, mm-hmm. excellent, mm-hmm. excellent fairy tale yes. twist. Um, Jennifer Saunders as the fairy godmother, yeah, the most iconic yes. ever, yeah. Like in in the in, in the hall of fame of amazing godmothers, she maybe <laughs> so only comes second to Whitney Houston oh. in the Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella. Yeah, and that's it. That's you know what I mean. And like that's such high. Like if Whitney high, Houston yeah. is the only person that's done something better than you, you're doing great, right? <laughs> so I don't know why they felt the need to do a follow up yeah. bunch of movies. No. Um, so I'm so intrigued because I kind of thought that this franchise was a bit dead in the water. Yes. But apparently not. Apparently not, because I also don't know if I saw the first Puss in Boots. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I like 
I went to my friend and I were like both bored and we're like, let's go see Puss in Boots 2 kind of as a joke. Like, yeah, why not? Um, and we went and like as a movie like kind of started, we like looked at each other and we're like, is this movie really good? And we're like, <laughs> I think so. And we kept watching. And at the end of it, we we're like, oh, my God. It's so good. And then uh, because we were talking about it so much, some other friends were like, fine, let's go see it. And I was like, I'll watch it again. You'll go again. Oh, my God. Okay. Can you tell me what it's about without spoilers? Yeah, I think so. So. Okay. It is about. So Puss, as you know, cats have nine lives. Um, Obviously. And he realizes he is on his ninth life. And a wishing star has fallen from the sky. And so he's like, I'm going to go make a wish for nine more lives. So I can keep being the incredible Puss in Boots forever. And it's about uh, the kind of race between him and some other characters getting to the wishing star. Okay. Um, and that's that's the general premise. And I, I kind of think it, it's just it, it deals with uh, his own fame and his ego. Uh, it's yeah. also so funny. Uh, and the they do like the animation style they went with is really cool. They like kind of borrow some. Uh, they like play with the frame rates and the action sequence. So there's sort of like anime looks to things sometimes in a really fun cool, way. Cool. Um, it's it's like a really beautiful movie. I, it, I'm it i shocked, though. Again, it is a sequel to a spinoff of a sequel franchise. I, like, why yeah. is it good? <laughs> yeah. But the cast yeah. is also insane. I feel like they knew it was going to be good because it's obviously you have um, Antonio Banderas, but then it's Selma Hayek. It's Florence Pugh. Uh, Olivia Coleman. What? Yeah. Did you say Olivia Coleman? <laughs> Olivia Coleman <laughs> is it in that movie? <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> and she—it's great though. Like, because when you watch it, you're like, "Yeah, this makes sense." Of course, it's Olivia Coleman. It's okay. phenomenal acting for that bear. When did the first one come out? That's great. Do you like when was Puss in Boots mm. one? I really don't recall Puss in Boots one. <sighs> 20, 2011. I'm sure it did. I just yeah. don't remember. Yeah, 2011. So it's been a long time. Oh my god! So they they've gone for like the Toy Story of mm-hmm. it all. You know, they they've loved like a good decade. Yeah, actually, I think comparing it to like a Toy Story three is a great comparison. It has that kind okay, of cool. oomph. Um, because now yeah, now I got to watch the first Puss in Boots to see if I've even seen it. I have no idea. I, I have no recollection. 2011 is a long time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is a long time. Really long time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm very excited about this prospect yes. now. Like, it's, do you know what? I don't know what it is about um, children's animal based animated sequels, mm-hmm. but Paddington 2 Ugh. also is meant to be amazing. And I've still not seen you it. You still haven't seen it. Um, still haven't seen it. I will. Okay. I will. But apparently, like, it's an emotional one, no? Like, you, yeah, of uh, will I cry? Is. I've heard that I yeah. will cry. Well, yeah, but okay. good, good cry. So, good cry. Okay. Oh, good cry. Like, okay. I mean, um, not not a spoiler alert, but it's like, it's not like Paddington dies. Like, it's not No, that, so. obviously. <laughs> um, of Can course. You <laughs> but, um, yeah, I will. I, it's on my, when I finish my deadline. Yeah. This is a thing I'm going to watch list. Mm-hmm. And like Paddington 2 and now Puss in Boots 2, Puss in Boots 2 are at the top of that list. Yes, good. Because so, they're both. I love the so fact good. that Antonio Banderas, mm-hmm. who's obviously had this very long career in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. will be known to like three generations <laughs> just as Puss in Boots. Like, you know, he was he he was like a heartthrob in like the nineties and early noughties. He mm-hmm. was he was one he was one of those actors that my mom and my aunts would be like, oh, Antonio yeah. Banderas, I mean, he's so he was, sexy. Z- he was Zorro, Zorro, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So 
it's just so funny to me that like to uh, to many generations he is Zorro. Yes. And then to many other generations he is Puss in Boots. Yes. Like, that's Which hilarious. honestly same character. So great. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the the fairy tale version. Um, because yeah. I was reading about it because I I didn't really remember that much. But what do you since I've read eight different versions of Curious, what you remember about it, if anything? Yeah, like not very much either. Just that um, he's a cat who has boots. I think <laughs> Zorro is a a, a, a reference point. Um, he's kind of a trickster who likes he he wants to be rich. Is that right? He kind wants of, to be rich. Yeah. Um, and does he have like a human master or something? And then he, <laughs> sort of. or, and then he like does all these escapades mm-hmm. and then tries to like get his master to marry a princess. I yeah. feel like I read nice. that. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I remember. I okay. do though often get Puss in Boots slightly confused with Dick Whittington's cat. So oh, sure. Yeah. I'm I'm because it feels like a similar, you know, kind yeah. of up, upwardly mobile felines <laughs> yeah. who, are, who are taking the world by storm. So. Upwardly mobile felines is such a good. It's a subgenre of a fairy tale. That's tales. what we should. We'll call this episode upwardly, upwardly mobile. mobile. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So some of that was right. Um, cool. I found out the original version is Italian. Um, oh. which I just think is fun because okay. it's it feels yeah. so Spanish. Like Puss in Boots is such a Spanish icon that it's so yeah. funny to be like, no, it was originally Italian. But the like contemporary telling of Puss in Boots, I'll try and keep this as quick as possible. But a mother or father dies. I've read both at this point. Um, and leaves each of his kids with different things. The oldest son, um, he leaves he or she leaves uh, like his mill behind. Um, the second son gets a donkey and the youngest son gets a cat. And the youngest son is like, what? Everyone else got like helpful things. I got this dumb cat. <laughs> um, but the cat is uh, very clever. And the cat is like, hey, if you get me some boots, I will make sure that you are taken care of. And he was like, OK, I sure you can have some you can have some boots, little cat. Some teeny tiny boots. <laughs> yeah. Does the cat get four boots or does the cat get the cat two gets boots? two boots, which I think Interesting. That from what I understand, it seems like this cat walks upright because he talks like a yeah. little person. Um, yeah, so then once he does that, the cat's like, all right, I'm going to make you rich. So the cat begins uh, catching. He catches a rabbit and then he catches partridges and he brings them to the king. And says, like, this is this is a gift from his his owner, um, who he calls the Marquis of Carabas. Um, and which is very clever. And he's like, wow, this this very rich man is bringing me all these wonderful meats. And then took he so he he plants that first. And then Puss is like, OK, you're going to be I need you to go bathe in this river. And to his master um, or owner, whatever you want to call it. Master always feels so weird. Um, it does feel weird. Right? <laughs> it's like how yeah. they word it in this. And every time I read it, I'm like, oh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, so he's bathing this river. And as he does that, he knows that the king is going to be traveling that day. Um, and so he stops the king and he's like, oh, my God, my master, he he's been robbed. He's he's in the river. He's not doing well. 
you've got to help. And the king is like, oh, my God, this is the this is the marquee that's been giving me all these great gifts. Of course, I'll help him. So the king gives him a bunch of his nice clothes. Um, and this causes the princess to notice the young man. I was like, he's he's very cute. Yeah. Um, he's he's dressed just like my dad. <laughs> yeah, oh, my ultimate fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> So then the last thing he does is Puss in Boots goes to a local castle where everyone knows an ogre like Shrek uh, is living. Uh Um, And he has heard that the ogre, like no one can defeat him, but he knows that the ogre can change shapes. So he is like, he goes up to him and he's like, hey, I've heard you can turn into anything. I bet that's not true. And the ogre is like, that's true. And he's like, prove it. Turn in, turn into a mouse if you can. And the ogre does. And when he does that, Puss, being a very, he's a cat, uh, pounces on him and swallows him whole. So then the Marquis can move into the castle. And suddenly he's got a castle. He marries the princess. And everyone is like, thank you. You're, you're the best. Uh, and so, yeah, he's sort of yeah, a. You saved us from the ogre. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah you saved like... us from the ogre. And now his, his owner has a castle to live in. And the, he marries the princess. Um, and everyone lives happily ever after, I guess. Um, wow. Right? What I think is weird about this, though, is it's one of those fairy tales that you're like, what is the moral? Yeah. Like, or, <laughs> or like, is it? Yeah. What is the point of this? Story? Is it that he like got the cat the boots and like it's to like not not underestimate? To, yeah, like cat. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like he does this good thing for the cat, and then the cat is like saves his life. Really, it's like the cat yeah. is a little trickster and lies. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so to me, it's like if you want to get ahead in life, sometimes you got to pull some heists. Like, <laughs> which is not not it's unreasonable not... or unfair. That's true. And, you know, the, the the trickster figure in mythology and folklore is one that I always find really interesting because. Yeah often they do end up on top yeah. you know and there there isn't there tends to not really be a moral other than be smarter than the person next to you yeah um which is just hilarious to me i guess and also yeah because so, sometimes in these stories where you have like a person or, or a character who then asks for help and then they get the help and then they transform and they're like a, a powerful sorceress or they're a king or whatever Whereas Puss is always just a smart cat. Yes. Like, there's never a moment where Puss is like, I'm actually, yeah. you know, God, uh, <laughs> congrats, you're going to heaven. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's never any, but then, I don't know, maybe maybe that is the the takeaway that you don't underestimate the cat. Mm-hmm. You, you, you do the act of kindness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get the cat. I also boots. was trying to figure out, I, I looked that up specifically because I was like, why boots? Like, they don't mm. ever like come into play, really. Like, yeah, you, you'd think he would have some clever plan with his boots, but it just seems like he wanted boots. The one, the only explanation I found was that boots are Peralt's addition, and all versions after Puss in Boots always include them. A pair of boots symbolizes climbing up the social ladder. Like shoes or boots were expensive back then, and they still remain a status symbol in developing world today. So I, I guess it's just his way of being showing the cat respect. At the time, yeah, I but, mean, I guess if boots were like a, a really expensive commodity, mm-hmm. then it's quite a big deal that he gave the cat the boots. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like a bit of a gamble of being like, okay, like I'm spending my last 
bit of money on boots for a cat. Yeah, on boots for a cat. Does no one, and like at no point, the king is like, a cat is talking to me. Is it, so there was one, <laughs> that was a genuine thing I looked up too, because it's weird. There's one version where at first um, the owner is like, whoa, a talking cat. But then every version, everyone, everyone thinks out. it's normal. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's always the cat fine. Talks. Yeah. Um, also in the, so in the original Italian version, A, I love these, just these names are so hilariously Italian. The the brothers, that they're, the oldest son's name is Dussolino and his brother <sighs> is Tessifone and the protagonist's name is Costatino Fortunato, which is like excellent. Yeah, they're so yeah. so Italian. Um, and in that one, the cat is a fairy in disguise. Okay, which makes a little bit more sense that that got dropped yeah. in the in the later versions. Because um, at some point, everyone was just content for it to just be a cat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wonder, and also, I don't know. Maybe there's like, I like to think that. You know, there was all this rhetoric around dogs being man's best friend. Mm-hmm. And so someone was like, cats are really helpful too. <laughs> and then, you know, created this mythos of like, you know, if the cat won't follow, like, you know, follow you around, but they'll, they'll be two steps ahead. That's true. Yeah. Of the next guy. They're, they're just being little uh, Mungo Jerry's and Rumple Teasers. Yeah. They're the little, <laughs> the little hustlers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's so interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, and the, and the original Italian version also, which is in the 1400s, like 1480 is when that mm. author was born. So somewhere between 1480 and 1557, which is very old. Um, yeah. But that version ends much sooner. There's no ogre or any of that. It's like after the drowning in the river, he takes him back and he marries the princess. So it's much shorter. Um, and yeah. That's so the cat happened. just like created the opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. As opposed to like killing the ogre for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But cool. Yeah. I love that. That's Puss. Puss. Puss and I guess ultimately Puss just wanted like a nice place to live. That's true. <laughs> he's, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he like, was like, hey, I just, you know what? Castles have loads of mice. That's true. I will be, I will be fat and happy yeah. my whole life. Oh. I get this guy a castle. I learned, uh, do you know the word uh, leveret? Mm-mm. It's a no. L-E-V-E-R-E-T. Um, and it's just a word for a rabbit that is like younger than a year old, I think. It's just another word for oh. rabbit. But I've never heard it before. I've never heard that word before. Yeah. And <laughs> add rabbit. Never no. Yeah. Because I, I had to look. It said like, uh, Puss catches a leveret. And I was like, uh, you catch a what? Like, is it, was there different <laughs> animals back then? Um, That's so weird. Yeah. And those are all the things I learned. Uh, that's I mean you learned lots of things thank you so much for sharing them with me I really want to see this film now yeah you gotta I cannot wait (laughs) to to watch it um if anyone has any other uh animal related films that you think we should watch oh yeah please let us know yeah as you all know I am about to finish a deadline (laughs) and when I do I want to spend many days not moving from my sofa yeah. watching movies so we all want to send them you. over yeah <laughs> yeah thanks, thanks, thanks. hey let us guess you love books but wish you had more time to read 
Or maybe you used to read a lot, but life has gotten in the way, kids, grad school, you name it. Maybe you don't know where to start and bookish social media is overwhelming. How do people on TikTok read so many books? Oh my God, I don't know. And maybe you've been reading the same book for six months and now it's permanently attached to your bedside table. Maybe you don't even know what you like to read anymore. We're reading glasses and don't worry, we got you. We'll get you back into reading and help you enjoy books again. Reading glasses every week on Maximum Fun. Which animal has the most bones? Why isn't Pluto a planet? Why are bees electrically charged? Let's find out together on our show, Let's Learn Everything, where we learn anything and everything interesting. My name's Caroline, and I studied biodiversity and conservation. My name's Tom, and I studied computer science and cognitive blah, 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 blah. Mm, Did you? <laughs> <laughs> and my name's Ella, and I studied stem cells and regenerative medicine. On our show, we do as much research as you would for a class, but we don't get in trouble for making each other laugh. Subscribe to Let's Learn Everything every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. We have a ready pet go, don't we? Yes, this one is from Stephanie. Um, and also a good note is that Stephanie sent me this on Discord. So if you've forgotten the email, you can do that too. Yeah. I'm going to read it. There's yeah. quite a few pets involved. And uh, here we go. I'm Stephanie, and this is about my family's pets, Riley, Sniffles, and Luna. My family decided we wanted to rescue a dog five years ago. We picked out a few breeds to look for that would fit with our family and found Riley. 15-month-old Carolina dog mix at a nearby rescue group. Riley was well-trained by the middle-aged couple who had originally adopted him, but health problems reached a point where they were forced to return him to the rescue group. Riley didn't seem all that interested in me when we got there to visit him, but my son and husband loved him, so we took him home. He fell right in with us, like he'd been with us his whole life. He was very cuddly, to the point where he thought he was a lap dog at 60 pounds, and stuck to us like glue. Carolina dogs love their pack. Ten days after we got him, I went to work as usual, but had a terrible panic attack within the first two hours. As I stood in the kitchen trying to get back to a regular level of anxiety by fixing a cup of lavender hot tea, Riley stood six feet away and started barking at me. There was food on his plate, he had just been out to potty, and he would back up and bark more when I would step up to pet him. Finally, I got frustrated and sat down on the kitchen floor to get on his level. He immediately came over and laid his upper body and head across my lap, what I later researched and found out to be the dog equivalent to an anxiety-reducing technique called deep pressure therapy, or DPT, which is a medical term for a hug. The doctor removed me from work for a variety of mental conditions that were flaring there immediately after that. Riley clearly became my emotional support dog after that. He followed me everywhere in the house, and I learned when he was alerting me to a potential panic attack. My doctors asked if he was a potential service dog candidate. With some research, I found that Riley was a very good candidate and started training him to do more complicated things than sit and heal. Once I taught Riley to close the door behind himself when he came in from the front yard, I knew that he would be a service dog. I taught him to perform DPT on command, and now he accompanies me almost everywhere. He is so excited to put on his service dog harness and leave the house. Oddly enough, he has anxiety of his own in the car, so he loves to go places, but he hates getting there. Riley is a very special service dog because he chose it for himself. He knows that he is in charge of me when my anxiety kicks up and totally ignores others when that's the case. He chose the behavior for how to alert me, and I had to learn what behavior meant and pay attention to his commands. Otherwise, it's like walking around with my pet. He loves children, and I refer to him as a serial stroller checker. He hopes to be pet and given snacks from all children in strollers. I always make sure to have children ask before petting him for their own safety. Most service dogs should not be pet, and not all dogs are as friendly as Riley. Riley is also sort of a therapy dog for others. 
He's well known at my church for going to lay on people's feet when they are in pain or trying to get in their laps for DPT if they become emotional. He is so empathetic that I can't take him to a hospital because it overwhelms him. Even with looking after others, I'm still his main focus. He will not go to anyone else, including my son and husband, if I need him. We added a pet rat for my son for Christmas 2021. I had pet rats as a child and loved them. My son named the small dark gray rat Sniffles, and she became a constant home companion for him and eventually an emotional support animal. Sniffles has become so well-trained by my son that she is essentially a tiny dog. It is no longer surprising to see her wandering around the house on her own, which is occasionally an issue with her getting underfoot. She only potties in her cage or in the small litter pan tucked under my desk and goes back to her cage on her own. She quickly learns what she shouldn't be doing when we tell her no. Best of all, Sniffles comes when called. She runs right up to you when you enter a room and call her name. We usually let her out for about an hour a day, so no, I don't have a rat loose in my house 24-7. My son is allowed to leave her loose in his room so long as he is there and the doors are closed. Riley, who loves everyone and everything, was immediately interested in playing with Sniffles, even though she was half the size of his paw. We slowly introduced them and taught Riley to be gentle with Sniffles. Riley thinks he can track her, but he honestly has no idea where she is, and they are constantly playing chase with Riley's toys or hide-and-seek under a bed or the sofa. In August of 2022, we had a second rat named Luna to be a companion to Sniffles while my son is at school or away at his dad's house. Rats are very social animals, so it's not humane to keep a single rat. Luna is much more timid, and as a result has learned much more slowly than Sniffles. She has no fear of Riley, thankfully, but she can't yet be trusted to freely roam the house. And time. Wow. Right. We got like a compendium there. Yeah. I loved that. Um, okay, so Riley sounds amazing. Yeah. Obviously such a good dog. Yes. Love the idea of a dog picking a job for themselves. I know. Just being like, like oh, so I see sweet. my purpose. Like, yeah, it's really sweet. I just, and me like instinctively just being like, yeah, mm-hmm. I I can help here. Yeah. You know? Um, the free roaming rat, that is new to me. Like, yeah. I've never heard of a rat that is able to like come when called and run around the house by itself. Particularly as you, as uh, Stephanie said, like the fear of tripping yes. or stepping on it or something. Um, but clearly sniffles can watch her own back you know she <laughs> yeah she she takes herself off to her cage she plays with riley she comes when she's cool rats are so smart and i i yeah you said forget, this to me a lot are so smart and it's kind of, it's like almost freaky they're so small to be that smart yeah yeah but i guess so are we i wonder um, that's how they've survived like they're, they're such survivors aren't they rats yeah. like in any situation when other conditions are inhospitable, rats will be okay. They're very like, and it, maybe it's just that they're so smart that they learn how to adapt really quickly to environments. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I mean, because did we talk about how they were being used to like um, find people like when there was like a, one of the mines caved in or something, something happened and they were sending, they were training rats basically to go like help people who are trapped in weird areas. Because what? they can, they attach a little microphone. Well, like search and rescue rat. Yeah, yeah. They like attach a little oh, microphone it to them so that they can talk and be like, "Where are you? Are you okay?" And they can talk to this rat, which is has got to be so <laughs> surreal. Where you're like trapped in a thing and you're like, "All right, you would, you'd be like, I've lost it. I've, lost I've, it. <laughs> I've been on my own in this small I'm confined dead. space I, this has for to too be, long. Like, yeah, this is the yeah. afterlife." <laughs> I can't lie though, like as someone that is slowly learning to adapt to rodents and yeah. gerbils. Um, and I'm okay with them when I'm like expecting them, you know, when they're like in the context yeah. of being someone's pet, like that's fine. 
but when they like jump out at you, yeah. you know, when they like <laughs> enter your house uninvited and then like run across the kitchen floor, it's actually like the element of surprise yes. that I'm not a fan of. And like, I can't imagine there being something vaguely terrifying than you being trapped somewhere like, yeah, in a mine or down a well <laughs> and a rat like running up your body yes. and standing next to your face so you can speak into the mic. Like, <gasps> I can't, they would have to give me... How would they warn? I'd need a lot of war. Like I'd need them to it, somehow communicate with me first. Yeah. <laughs> that that's going to happen. Otherwise, if a rat ran up my body, I'm afraid that I would just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like freak out and send the poor thing flying. The only thing that might help is I think they're wearing like little backpacks. And I do think that would help. And what, like little high-vis vests? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, it's Stuart Little. Yeah, exactly. So, I do think I would think I was hallucinating, but. Yeah. Okay, well, that's very cool. (laughs) Stephanie, thank you so much for Ready Pet Go. That was wonderful. We hope um, Luna learns Mm -hmm. uh, Sniffles tricks the trade. Yeah. And that they're soon like running around with Riley together, like the three musketeers. Can't wait to hear more about them. Absolutely. I can't. Yeah. And also, uh, if you have Ready Pet Go, um, you can send it to them. You can send this. If you have Ready Pet Go, you can send them to us. Um, Thank you. You can send them to us um, um, at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org or or wherever you find us. We'll, we'll Discord, Discord, Instagram. Um, Just send them over. Yeah, you can uh, write them out and we can read them like this one, or you can record them yourself, like using your like voice memo app on your phone, and email us that audio file and we'll play it on the show. Whatever you want. Yeah. Thanks. Amazing. And if you, I mean, you can find us at all the usual places. Mm-hmm. Couple Creatures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are C Creatures Pod. On Twitter. On Twitter. Um, and our email address is. Comfort Creatures. Yeah. Comfort Creatures at MaximumFun.org. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you would like to support the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that by going to maximumfund.org slash join. Mm-hmm. We have merch. I'm actually wearing my t-shirt. <gasps> Are you? This. Oh yeah, my, my god! My t-shirt arrived. Yes. I mean, I know they can't see. No, but, but I. Yes. I love it. It's soft. Um, it's very soft. Yeah. Uh, it's very comfortable. I'm a fan of it. I am really enjoying the use of my mug. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I made a video of a little like make tea with me <gasps> in the mug video. So I'm gonna Smart. upload that tomorrow. Yes. Um. So you'll Ooh, see that. Maybe we'll put it on so our TikTok. Def- Say that again. We'll put it on our TikTok. We don't have anything. Yes. Else. Oh my gosh. We should. We'll yeah. put it on our TikTok. That's what we'll do. Um, so yeah, I'm going to upload that tomorrow. Gorgeous. And you can all enjoy that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely get a t-shirt and a mug. My grandma saw, she was really annoyed that I oh, didn't yes. get her a t-shirt. And then I, and then I rubbed salt in the wound by wearing the t-shirt in front <laughs> of her today. And she was like, is that what I'm supposed to have? And I was like, it's, I promise you it's on its way. I'm going to give you a t-shirt, Grandma. Don't worry. Um, yeah, so and that's a mom, reminder. because I know you listen, Mum, I have a mug for you because <laughs> I, I remembered you. <laughs> yeah, reminder, don't forget when you're ordering one, get two because you never know who you're going to upset. <laughs> listen, get one for your mum and one for your grandma because you just, you don't want a, a tiny Jamaican woman to be angry no. at you. You just don't. If nothing else, get one for you and one for Ella's grandma. Yeah, do that. That would be excellent. (laughs) Uh, Great. Well, I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Ellen McLeod. 
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.